Hey everyone and welcome to the Creative Commons podcast, where we congregate in the common room to talk about the creative industry. All right, and we're back up with another episode. Today we're going to be talking with Alec again. Say hi, Alec. Hey, how's it going? It's good. All right, so we're back, and uh, last time we didn't really get to talk much about what I enjoy with the content. We focused a lot on what you enjoy, and so I was hoping you might have a few questions about you know what I listen to. Yeah, what kind of uh, what kind of YouTubers do you watch? That's the one I'm big into. Oh yeah. Okay. So if we're talking YouTube, that's gonna be tough. Um, recently, my YouTube channels recommended, like we were talking about before, I've all been kind of Twitch streamers. Um, I would say that I'm huge into like abroad in Japan. Um, that's I I think I showed you him before, but he it does a lot of travel content, especially throughout Japan. Um, actually, specifically throughout Japan, and so I. As somebody who's a huge uh, Japanophile, um, watch that because I always dreamed of traveling there, uh, and I never really got the chance. Um, he has like a very—he's uh, British, so he has a very witty and dry sense of humor, and it can come kind of come off really uh, rude or mean sometimes. But that's just kind of his character, and um, I enjoy watching a lot of what he what he does. Um, but yeah, uh, and after him, I would say I do a lot of self-improvement stuff. And one of the people that I watch um, is uh, Chris Doe from The Future. Um, do you know anything about The Future? No, not too much. Okay, well, so Chris Doe is a uh, designer, and um, he is actually the head of the studio in Santa Monica. I think they just actually moved, but they were in Santa Monica, uh, called Blind. And um, in... I want to say 2017, 2018, um, his channel picked up for uh, being one of the places, the go-to places for creative uh, entrepreneurs to really uh, focus their craft and learn new skills and kind of learn about the business side of things. And so I watch a lot of his stuff because I I feel really um, motivated uh, in my line of work, which is also coincidentally, uh, but not surprisingly, obviously the creative industry. Um, And so after that... Um, I just kind of watch a lot of variety content. Um, I watch a little bit of, uh, like, what we were talking about before, um, Moist Critical's, like, uh, short videos that he does uh, pertaining to, like, you know, current events. Um, And the same thing with Mogul Mail, uh, who does a similar thing. Um, And that's pretty much it for the most part on YouTube, Um, unless I'm watching other streamers, like, recap videos of things that I didn't get to see or VODs. Or, um, I like, uh, Vox videos on YouTube, uh, Johnny Harris mm-hmm. videos occasionally, stuff like that. Um, do you watch any of the, of the stuff that I just listed? Uh, I do some mogul mail, uh, not too much. I do do a lot of like motivational speeches, but I listen to a lot of podcasts on that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, does mogul mail do a podcast too? You know, what's funny is that we didn't get into this, but uh, uh, yeah, he does. Um, so Ludwig has a podcast called The Yard with a bunch of his friends. Um, and Ludwig, who runs the Mogul Mail channel, um, has his own kind of media empire called the Mogul Media. And uh, The Yard is uh, what he does with his friends. He just has like a, a kind of like a gab cast uh, where they just riff about different topics and kind of discuss a bunch of things but it's very successful i'm surprised have you never heard of it 
I haven't. No, I do. I uh, I do watch like or listen to the GMM, the Rhett and Link uh, podcast, but I haven't heard the uh, Mogul Mail one. So, do you listen to any other like is our podcasts from your favorite creators something that you're interested in that you listen to? Uh, often? A few of them, mainly mainly Rhett and Link and Donut Media. But Donut Media has a podcast called Pass Gas, where they go into the history of a lot of car companies or they'll go into a backstory of a famous racer or something like that and I do like to listen to those a lot but I with podcasts exploding I've noticed a lot of YouTube creators kind of going that direction yeah it's actually funny you mention it because um, I forgot about how many podcasts I watch on YouTube of specifically of creators that I'm into um, for instance we were talking about Hasanabi uh, the past broadcast and um i'm really into his and will neff his uh, co-hosts um uh podcast called fear and you have you heard of it i haven't no all right well fear and is a podcast that's kind of interesting it's more um also like surrounding just talking with their friends kind of gabbing about um, but they bring in guests a lot of the time to, to kind of fill the space and ask questions and kind of get a different opinion. Um, and it first started out as fear and molding. Uh, and I don't know, do you know what molding means? No. So it's a slang term um, on the internet that just means like kind of getting extremely mad to the point where you're just like pulling your hair out kind of thing, you know? Okay. And um, it was fear and molding after, you know, uh, fear and... Well, it was a famous movie. I'm, I'm blanking on the title, but it was uh, Fear and Loathing. That's it. Fear and Loathing. Um, and it was a very influential movie for Will Neff. And so he's, he titled his podcast Fear and Malding as like a joke. But the Malding part, nobody really got. Uh, you know, obviously you didn't get it. And I didn't really understand it at first either. So they, after they switched um, their podcast hosting platform, they switched the name and brought back the, brought back the podcast and uh, change the format. And so now they have a bunch of other people that have come on. It's kind of expanded, uh, especially recently, to include um, other co-hosts like Cutie Cinderella and Austin Cho. Um, and it's actually produced by uh, Marsh, who, or March, who is a, um, another uh, streamer on Twitch. And um, I believe he produces for Valkyrie as well. Uh, do you know who Valkyrie is? Or any of the no, names I that know. I mentioned? No. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, they're obviously like relegated to a corner of the internet that not many people uh, tend to be interested in. But uh, if you like, you know, variety content or um, game shows or gaming content, a lot of this stuff, for instance, Cutie Cinderella does a bunch of uh, baking as well as gaming, League of Legends, and she does a lot of events. Uh, she was, what we, when we were talking about the streamer awards uh, earlier, uh, she actually is the host and um, producer and owner of the Streamer Awards. And um, Valkyrie was her co-host this year. Uh, Valkyrie moved over to YouTube uh, from Twitch. And she's very famous for her gaming content and variety content. Um, and kind of like a wholesome channel and attitude. They're both really wholesome. Uh, and Austin Show um, is a another event and live like event uh, streamer where he does uh, he got really big for uh, doing love and love or host is the name of his show uh, mm -hmm. where it's kind of hard to explain but on Twitch 
they have uh, or they used to have a host function where uh, you could um, put uh, somebody else's stream on your channel and host them uh, to their to your audience and so essentially the game show was uh, whether or not so you know you get a bunch of uh, girls in a room and, and they have you kind of have them fight over one guy kind of similar to the bachelor and uh, by the end of it whoever you know wins quote unquote um, gets to choose whether they uh, at the beginning before they even play they sign a card or, or let Austin know that whether they wanted to you know whether in it for love or whether they're in it for the host and so by the end um, it's kind of like you know were they really in it for the, the you know for the love or did they just want the the person's viewership and so that got him really big it actually also boosted a lot of other people's uh, channels as well cutie Cinderella um, was on that uh, Hassan was on that as well and then um now more so he kind of he worked for g4 and 100 thieves and i think he just moved his organization g4 closed down um and he left 100 thieves to do um to join another uh org and uh he's bringing back his game show which is name your price um which is kind of a ripoff of um the Price is Right, but it's set in the 70s, and it's kind of like a fictionalized uh, spoof of name of uh, The Price is Right, which is also co-hosted by Will Neff. Uh, and Will Neff, um, do you know anything about him? No. <laughs> okay. Well, it, lo- it looks like this is going to be an episode of me explaining what I'm interested <laughs> in. Uh, but Will Neff is uh, one of my favorite content creators. He's best friends with Asan, um, who we discussed prior, uh, who kind of got me into Will Neff. Um, and Will Neff is, is a very talented, uh, hardworking streamer who um, is focused around his late night content. So like more like, you know, how uh, late night TV is, uh, this is kind of more so in that vein, but focused on Twitch and variety streaming. And he also collaborates with a bunch of content creators and um, was one of the most uh, collaborated with streamers on the platform. And uh, he does... Uh, he does uh, game shows with um, Austin Show. Like I said, name your price. He also had his own game show on G4, or sorry, uh, his own advice show uh, called Hey Donna, where he pretended to be a middle-aged um, lady from New York uh, who <laughs> would give advice to people who would call in. And so he's really funny, really talented. He did a lot of improv comedy and brought it over to Twitch. I highly recommend you check him out um, because he streams almost every night late night and he's really entertaining and brings a lot to the the platform um okay yeah. yeah i'll check him out i and i know you mentioned i know you mentioned uh what kind of like youtube uh music i i listen to and i kind of breeze past it do you watch like any youtubers that have gone into music uh not really i know there's a few who have made their own songs um but i'm not really interested in content creators who are also musicians uh you know i am into music i have listened to um a few songs by different content creators for instance i saw uh, charlie moist critical released um songs a while ago that were that i listened to that were really interesting a lot of his work though is satirical so um it's not something that oh, i yeah. listen to you know for uh musical enjoyment but more for for comedy you know um how about you i i know the big one that comes to my mind is glimpse of us by joji what was oh, Joji's yeah, joji YouTube pink guy or um he was also uh fred Fre- no not fred uh 
Filthy Frank. Oh, that's right. That's right. I never watched him, but I was big into the song, and then I found out later on that he was uh, used to be a YouTuber. Yeah, actually, and speaking then... of Joji, dude, he has a crazy uh, story. I believe he was in the Harlem Shake video, and that's actually how he got famous. Oh, was he really? Yeah, he was Pink Guy in the Harlem Shake. He actually made the Harlem Shake video, I'm pretty sure. And then um, became famous through that, then started up his Filthy Frank YouTube channel, then did Pink Guy. Pink Guy has his own album like he <laughs> pink guy has like a, a few no rap way. albums yeah and they're all satirical um and then released filthy frank's music and then did joji um and then became like a huge pop star or you know what i mean like huge um musician uh like world renowned and i i also listened to glimpse of us because that that song just went viral but yeah, yeah it's kind of crazy how yeah, people just know, hop around yeah, and I know uh, back to Good Mythical Morning, Rhett just came out with an album. His his band name is James the Shame, uh, James and the Shame, James and the Shame. No, no idea what it means. I uh, haven't listened to it, but I know it's like kind of country folky, and I've been big into the uh, folk music scene recently. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting to see what people do and with their creativity and how they express it. Um, that's kind of what I'm really interested in talking more about in this podcast, but it looks like we're actually running out of time. Um, I don't want to keep this going on for too long. Uh, so thank you for joining us and we'll have you on again in the next episode. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of Creative Commons. Please check us out on all major streaming platforms where you find all of your favorite podcasts. For more information about the creative industry, we'll catch you next time on the Creative Commons podcast.